Hello, readers and writers. I am Anthony L. Manna, also known as Professor Grandpa Tonio, the book guy and the writing guy. Welcome to Writers on Writing, my podcast series of conversations with new and established authors, which will also be shown as a video on YouTube. Today, it is my great pleasure to introduce you to Jeff Christian. When Jeff introduces himself, he happily reports that he is a husband, father, registered nurse, and basketball coach. Allow me to add that Jeff is also a dedicated social activist committed to building compassionate communities, nurturing humane leaders, and encouraging all of us to learn the deeply personal skills and wisdom needed to overcome life's challenges. At the heart of his lifelong commitment to motivate people of all ages to improve themselves is C4 Leaders, the nonprofit organization he established and continues to direct to support team building and leadership qualities in families, teams, schools, and businesses. Drawing on the skills and virtues central to his C4 Leaders enterprise, Jeff wrote and published We Rise Together, his first picture book in his proposed Pizza Day series. In We Rise Together, his delightfully sensitive and amusing story, Jeff uses the pizza making process to help young readers explore vital lessons about sharing, developing healthy minds, bodies, and spirits, respecting diversity, and demonstrating empathy. As Jeff has revealed about his Pizza Day series, and, and I'm using his own heartfelt sentiments here, the series, and this is a quote, sees a world in which neighbors look out for each other, kids play outside together, and we come to the table to listen to each other's concerns, end quote. Jeff Christian lives in Northern California, and my first sentiment is, welcome, Jeff. Um, I'm, I'm delighted to be talking with you today about your life as a writer and also about your, your, your enterprise, your, your leadership uh, with C4 Leaders. Uh, well, thank you so much for having me on as your guest, and I appreciate the very kind introduction and really excited to get in and explore uh, this world of, uh, of becoming an author. It's still uh, pretty new and uh, exciting for me. Well, good. I hope. I hope you know that you'll continue as we move along. I, I, I want to begin with, uh, the, again, you called your some hot childhood experiences where you learned the value of serving others. Um, you pointed out one of your beliefs there. So I wonder, can you describe childhood experiences where you learned that? Sure. Yeah. Uh, well, I grew up in Campbell, um, which is right inside San Jose. Uh, most people know where San Jose is, regardless of what part of the world you're in. Uh, but I was blessed to grow up with eight brothers and sisters, including me. Uh, and so I'm number seven and I have a younger sister, Monica. And we learned to serve others just through our parents. You know, my mom, uh, who is Mrs. Rock uh, and the role model uh, of uh, my main character in the book, um, she was a nurse. Uh, I never saw her working in that capacity till later on 
in my life. Um, but she was just an incredible nurturer. Uh, and my dad for 33 years was a firefighter uh, in Campbell Fire Department. Uh, and all my brothers and sisters just learned through them of what it means to give back. And somehow, you know, we always had our needs met, uh, but somehow our house ended up being the house where if someone needed to, to stay for a week or two or three, they came to our house. Um, we just always had our doors open for anybody and everybody uh, to, again, just to, to serve them. Obviously, we're believers uh, and to, to take care of our brothers and sisters. Uh, and so it was just, yeah, by no choice of mine, it was just how I grew up and surrounded and uh, not any coincidence, um, but of my uh, siblings, all of us went into civil service. So I have two brothers that are police officers. Uh, I'm a nurse. My sister Lisa is a nurse. Uh, two uh, siblings that are probation officers, uh, and then a psych tech and a special ed teacher. So all of us wanted to continue the tradition that my mom and dad set for us uh, to continue to serve. Well, that's such a that 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 the portrait there is so fabulous. I mean, what a great background. I mean, to be not only a background but a, a, the roots you know, to help you grow that way, to be a believer. You just said, we believe. That's so true and very inspirational to me as I talk to you. Uh, the concept of pizza day is an essential aspect of C4 Leaders, by the way, which is c4leaders.org. And that's the nonprofit you established and oversee. So why don't you tell our audience what you, what you intend pizza day to represent for folks who happen upon your nonprofit. Yeah, it's just a, an opportunity uh, to come to the table. Uh, and again, to just create this space where we can sit and slow life down, uh, break bread together. And I think anytime you combine food, fire, family, friends, uh, it's gonna be an incredible time. And I think regardless of the challenges that are going on throughout the world, uh, I think we can solve most of them if we could just come to the cable and table and just listen to each other. And then if you mix in some good food, it's just, it's always how we've connected and how we've evolved as a species is just that opportunity to share a meal together. And so I want uh, through my nonprofit to bring people together uh, and it falls under this pizza day kind of concept, but it's really just an excuse to get people to come together uh, and see each other and then have a great meal together. That's beautiful. And, and I mean, I, some of the, the photographs I see uh, on, on c4leaders.org, um, they're beautiful. People seem so happy. You know, I was just like, yay, yay, we need more of this, you know, and maybe particularly in this time that we're going through that we need more of this, of coming to the table together. I, I, I just find it, again, very inspirational. Um, on amazon.com, the description of your book, We Rise Together, begins with an exciting description of the story's main theme. And I'm quoting here, we rise together as part of a series that helps young readers take the necessary actions to develop and humbly own their greatness. What, that, what a beautiful statement. How do you and your illustrator, Catherine Gutklovsky, <laughs> that's a hard one, yeah. use pizza making to teach the self-concept lessons the story explores? Uh, 
Yeah, that's a great, great question. First of all, yeah, Catherine was just an amazing person to to work with and so excited. We've already locked in uh, working together on the four remaining books. And I wanted to find an illustrator that could capture time. And I really feel when the readers uh, grab this this book, uh, it's just going to be a book that you can pick up, you know, in 2022 or hopefully 2042. And it still is relevant and, and just powerful. And so, but to, to get to your question, you know, I think the, the concept of self-concept, you know, and I think we got to identify what that is because I think there's so many different definitions out there for so many words. But when I'm looking at self-concept, especially working with young people, it's like, hey, who am I? You know, and just trying to slow life down a little bit to say, who am I? You know, and, and what are some of my beliefs? What are some of the things that I value? Uh, and then kind of take the next step, uh, which I told you, and you know from my background, I'm a nurse. And there's a nursing theorist that I, that I love that we use. He's actually a psychologist, but Albert Bandura. And his theory is on self-efficacy. Uh, and then I don't want to get everybody confused, but basically the self-efficacy piece is is who am I becoming? And so you, to answer your question about this pizza making process and, and how did Catherine and I kind of combine that, uh, it's throughout the whole story of the actions that the students are taking who are the heroes of the book um, with the guidance of Mrs. Rock to become these incredible young people that the world needs. Uh, so yeah, really excited for this book to to come out and it comes out tomorrow. I don't know when this show will drop, um, but really excited for the readers to have an opportunity to experience it. Well, congratulations. No, a, thank you. A momentous day. Um, well, sure. I mean, I think um, when you talk about their greatness, uh, what's, that's tremendous support, you know, that we could be giving children all along the way you know, each day of their life, you know, and, uh, you know, because then we turn out to be people who look for greatness in other people. <laughs> mm. It's typical. Um, please tell our audiences uh, what the four C's in your nonprofit four C leaders represent and, and how you weave those four C's, because I see them all over the book in the fabric of your picture book, We Rise Together. Yeah, yeah. And definitely those are the values of how I grew up uh, just from my mom and dad. And then as I got older, I used them as my foundation. And the first is communication. And I define that as listening with an empathetic ear uh, with the intent of serving others. The second C is chemistry. And that's developing trust in yourself to bring and receive value from the connections in your life. Again, how we've evolved as a species is, is taking that step of finding a connection, uh, enhancing it, uh, and then evolving it. Uh, and then that leads to consistency. Uh, and I think if you want to be good at anything, you got to consistently work at it. Uh, and this book is a great example of that. And then beyond that definition of consistency, I look at it to consistently challenge your thoughts and perspectives. And I think if we could do that and realize we don't have to have all the answers, we don't know all the answers. And in knowing that, it actually empowers us all to be open to learning and to be vulnerable in the best possible way. Um, and it just takes pressure off of each individual to again, to, to 
own their greatness, whatever that is for them. And that leads to the last C, which is creativity, overcoming fear to be willing to share your gift. And back to what you were mentioning before, Anthony, about the, the students in this book of them owning their greatness. Well, that's, that's this creativity piece. It's already inside us. You know, it's already there. Can we, like you were saying, have the lens of where we already see that in each other? Maybe when the, the other person doesn't see it in themselves just yet, but maybe they just need that one person to say, hey, I see you. And then, and, and I call that lighten the fuse, which is part, and you know, C4 is an explosive and lighten the fuse is about taking action towards owning your, your greatness. Uh, and so C4 leaders uses these four C's, uh, when we have our pizza day, again, it's, it's about team building, leadership development, community building, and we're using pizza. Yeah. And I think it's a wonderful metaphor, uh, because it does bring people together so beautifully and, um, the, the idea of, uh, of sharing, there's so much reciprocity in this, in your story. I mean, you know, she, this teacher, Mrs. Rock, uh, whom we have such respect for, because she understands so much, you know, what these kids need. It starts off in a very, a, a little bit of a rocky place, um, you know, and she challenges them, doesn't she, to, to stay awake and to be, be there for one another, um, which is, um, I'm, I'm sure so many, so many teachers are going to hold on to your book wanting and parents and grandparents <laughs> you know wanting to share the sentiments that we can be together peacefully uh, in harmony and grow from one another mm, you're giving me goosebumps right now uh yeah and that's that's my hope you know it's it's obviously written for children you know a third through sixth grade student but i I think it's applicable to anybody at any age. And I really think there are some, some really key life ingredients in this book that can be added at any point, whether I'm 52 my age or 82, uh, it, it really doesn't matter. Uh, and, and I go back to the lens that you were mentioning of seeing greatness. It really depends on the lens of which we view each and every day. And so, yeah, I'm, I'm glad that you are feeling that uh, after reading the book, because that's what I was trying to get accomplished. Well, it's there, you know, and uh, and and you want I want I want to go back each time, you know, to to pick up the process. The process is the product in a way. I mean, mm -hmm. you know, they, they these kids go through uh, tremendous uh, help from this, Mrs. Rock. I say here, um, what do you hope young readers will come to understand? When Mrs. Rock, the teacher in We Rise Together, leads her students through an elaborate pizza making experience. Well, I think you've talked about it a little bit, but maybe you want to elaborate. Yeah, for sure. You know, and again, Mrs. Rock, the adults in the world, uh, we're guides. You know, we're guides to create the heroes, the students, and to give them a platform to be able to focus and do what's already inside them. And I happen to use this pizza making process to kind of bring that out. And so my hope through this book uh, and for having young people read this and, and it's, it falls under the feed the starter piece, which is, you know, how you build a habit to then hopefully create intention in your life. And once you have that intention, that's when you can truly start to live your purpose. Perfect. 
And man, powerful. If we can, if we can help young people, old people, all people get into that space on the daily, this world is just going to be a better place. And, and I'm really hoping we can start this movement through this first book. And there's four more coming, but, uh, and, and help us all uh, continue to do that. And I have these challenges every day. I'm, I need the same stuff that I'm trying to uh, inspire in the people that will be listening uh, to this show. Um, but I'm working at it every single day myself. Sure. And, uh, what, what, and that's a great way to put that because, I mean, it doesn't matter age, you know, in a way. And also, the other thing you just did was you defined a really good children's book. The book should appeal to many, many different ages because of the sentiments and because of the values, the intentions, absolutely, you know, and we need to keep training ourselves to believe in, in our intentions and to clarify what our intentions are so that we can carry on with our life in a very positive way. Um, and so that's a challenge. Yes. And I love it. I love how you stated it. Yeah. And if we can just realize that, hey, let's just wake up each day and, and figure out what those are and let's do the best we can today. True. So Mrs. Mrs. Rock, I think our audience will want to know what role you wanted her to serve. You, you know, you've talked about this a little bit, but again, if you could elaborate a little bit, because I'm hoping that there'll be teachers um, out there, um, you know, and, and again, parents and grandparents who can learn from this role model. Yeah, and I love it. And again, I was blessed and, and Miss Rock is a, a combination of two key people in my life. Obviously my mom, um, who is no longer with us, uh, but is with me each and every day. Uh, and her nickname uh, was The Rock. Uh, and then I had the, the great fortune. I worked as a school nurse in Del Paso Heights. And I, and I was blessed to cross paths with this incredible leader, Diane Smooth, who is no longer with us as well. And we had so many amazing talks that she inspired me. And I think that the key takeaway is is just serving serving students, you know, and I think if the adults and this will come across a little harsh, but if we could get out of our own way and realize that it's that it's about serving others, it's about empowering young people now to be the best that they could be, that's going to come full circle back to us. And again, I think Mrs. Rock does an incredible job of doing that in this story of just creating a space for her students to take action, you know, towards changing the world. And it starts, you know, by holding the door open for somebody, smiling, bringing your ukulele like Micah and, and, and bringing music uh, into the classroom. I mean, it doesn't take much, but it, it, I'll go back to kind of what you were saying before of, it really just takes us all to have what lens do we want to view this world? What lens do we want to look out to the people that we serve? And if we can just get that lens focused on the correct things, it's just going to be a powerful, amazing place to be. That's so true. And I, you know, the statistics, I, and this is, this sounds kind of morbid, but it's the truth. The statistics about kids who are depressed, anxious, and God forbid the suicide rate among teen teens you know, uh, we're talking about uh, big issues here, you know, in terms of inculcating beliefs in oneself and in others. You know, how can we possibly show our 
our kids, you know, that we can live this way. We can be kind to one another and we can be kind to ourselves. Um, I just, I just love, love how you're talking about this. One of your, one of your reviewers pointed out that while reading We Rise Together, he quote, was drawn to the process of engaging today's youth that are so overwhelmed by so many forms of out, outside inputs. If you agree with this reviewer's response to the student's involvement in pizza making, what do you think these overwhelming out, outside inputs might be? Yeah, well, yeah, no, I, I agree with it. And again, I'm uh, currently working as a high school basketball coach. So I'm working with, you know, 14, our team's pretty young. So 14 to, I think 16 is the oldest uh, young lady that, that I have the good fortune of coaching. Um, but I worked as a, a, a college nurse um, and a, a nursing professor uh, anywhere working with 18 to probably 50 year olds, you know, every day. And so, yeah, you're asking, you know, outside inputs, one, just the pandemic. You know, I think when you you look at young people's lives and you take, you know, Mrs. Rock's class of third grade students who's, you know, probably nine years old. This pandemic's been going on for a couple of years. That's, you know, that's a third, uh, you know, a fourth of their life, depending on where they're at. Uh, uh, of us figuring out how do we get through this? Then you look at, uh, and I'm all a fan for technology, but it's when we use technology and not let technology use us. You know, the average adolescent is on their phone 7.22 hours a day. And that's outside of class. And so they're in the class seven to eight hours a day, supposed to be sleeping about 10 hours. Well, all of a sudden our math is off. And so you start looking at all these other inputs. And then, Anthony, you were talking about anxiety and depression and panic disorders and suicide. Yeah, all those numbers just keep climbing up. And when are we, the adults who are supposed to be role modeling, going to take time to slow our life down so we can help the young people slow their life down? And that kind of infuses into the book of this. And I had a great mentor, Cho Yoder, who taught me about this PBS just mindfulness, you know, and it's a pause, breathe, and smile. And you want, we, I keep bringing up this lens, but you, you want to have the lens that's going to allow you to see each other. Well, you got to slow down your thoughts, you know, and you do that. I feel one of the best and simplest ways is to PBS, pause, breathe, and smile. So true. Absolutely. Um, you know, that's, uh, for me, it's a very personal endeavor because I've been practicing that, you know, I've been practicing meditation and I've been practicing mindfulness, you know, and trying again, uh, you know, it, it doesn't always come so simply because we get awkward to ourselves. You know, we, as you said, we get in the way of ourselves, you know, and, uh, but once, when it starts working, it, uh, it's like, it's like a breath of fresh air. It's like breathing in uh, you know, and then breathing out, as we say in mindfulness, that, you know, th that we can serve in such important ways to ourselves and to others, you know, and, and I think that um, your work as a nurse, uh, as, you, as you're talking through this with me, I mean, it seems that that's where you, you're at in your own personal oh, for sure. 
for sure. And that's why I, that's why I believe in it so much, you know, and I had the good fortune of working as a trauma ICU nurse for 12 years at UC Davis Medical Center, uh, which is a level one trauma center. And, and sometimes, you know, the patients, you're not able to give them medication because there's a certain window, you know, you're giving them the medication for their pain, but there's a certain window where, hey, they're not able to have it just yet. And so you would incorporate some of these mindfulness techniques to help them feel like they can gain control of their body, of that pain, and therefore kind of get through that difficult time. And so it, it is it is so powerful. And then it, I think, again, when you were just talking about trying to live with intention, you know, well, that comes with creating these, these, these habits, you know, to PBS and, and develop that skill. So you can create this intention uh, in your life, which to me is really to focus on what's truly essential. And then once you do that, okay, now I'm going to live my life that way. And it just becomes what you do. Yes. And you don't have to put energy into it because it's already built in because you've, you've set the table that way for yourself. Right. And I think that, I think what, uh, what, what I see happening so often, if, if children and teens, tweens and teens get into this, it's because they're, they're, they're surrounded by a few people who show them the way, you know, that, that uh, they can be alert and alive and they can, they can, when, when, when they get, when they get volatile or, or something, you know, they just can s stop, come on, take a breath, you know, and I'm really happy to say that, um, Shambhala Publications is doing a series of books for young children about meditation, mindfulness, uh, relationships, and it's all, you know, in the past people might look at this as well, it sounds religious. No, it sounds spiritual, you know, and um, it, it just, uh, it's, it's amazing what I, I'm, I'm going to try to do a blog on these, these uh, books that are coming out because I think that it's, the time is awakening to what we can give children in these times of crisis and trauma. So I'm, I'm very happy about that. Uh, me too. Me too. I, I, I understand that you, you own a pizza truck. <laughs> that made me, I was, I was so entertained by that. So what do you, what do you use it for? That's it. That's what makes this so cool. I think is, is it's not just this book, you know, my goal for schools, uh, families in the in the Northern California area is to reach out to me and say, hey, let's partner up. Um, so the the book, the intent of it is for classes to read it, uh, to to reach out to me uh, and to feed the starter, and I will actually give them uh, uh, an actual starter because the nonprofit C four leaders uses pizza to to focus on building community on team building and so i have an old 2007 with 244,000 miles toyota truck that we built this pizza oven wood-fired pizza oven on it and that baby rolls around and we I, I make pizza so this this book is a fiction but it's it's not you know it's it's actually all the characters in this book were people that were integral into my life uh, at some point or another. Uh, and so my goal again is to take my truck with the book, go out and let people experience all this great content that you and I are discussing on this podcast and let them get a taste of that firsthand. 
Uh, and so again, I hope people will reach out to me. Jeff at c4leaders.org uh, is the best way to, to get in contact with me. Uh, and let's figure out how we can uh, collaborate and build community, build your team, uh, build your class, build your school, uh, one slice at a time. Absolutely. And when you go to that site, that uh, c4leaders.org, again, the uh, the, 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 the photographs and the, the sentiment is all over the place. It's like, these are people getting together to celebrate life and each other, you know? And uh, that, that is in itself a kind of role model that we can uh, export to kids, you know, and uh, let them see that this is possible. This is all possible. Well, the truck is wonderful. I'm gonna come out there. I have to, when, when's my next, when's the next flight? Anyway, <laughs> <laughs> well, you're always welcome. Just like, like growing up, like I started this show, uh, our house was over. Our house is open. So, Anthony, you let me know when you're ready and uh, you're well, coming over and we're having some pizza well, together. That's interesting because I have my, my homestead with my son is in Arizona. It's uh, so it's not so far removed yeah. from California. Uh, it's a, that's also a beautiful place where I live. It seems to me that. Yeah, this I love asking this question. It seems to me that writing a book takes a lot of time, energy, creativity, and patience. Can you describe your most memorable experiences while you were on this journey? Oh man, there's so many. And what a great journey. You know, it's definitely a challenge for me. I'm not a writer, but my heart was full, my heart was hurting. And I said, I, I want to get a message out to the world. And I think a great way to capture that. Uh, for eternity is through a book and, uh, and books. Since I'm writing a series, I got a lot that I want to share. Um, but I think to just an overall impression that I have is, is just for me, life has always been about team, you know, with just having my team with my brothers and sisters and my parents, uh, having my team now, my family, uh, having been a coach, uh, for over 20 years of high school, college, and professional basketball, always been part of a team. And so that's how I looked at this process is just a, what a great opportunity for me to collaborate with some incredibly talented people uh, all over the world. And then just the people that I've met uh, along that journey. You know, and I host my own podcast that's part of C4 Leaders um, called Life's Essential Ingredients. And a guest on my show uh, recommended uh, your good friend, uh, Donna Cowan. And she has been an uh, incredible resource uh, for me. And you want to talk about lens of serving others uh, and just an, an incredibly talented, uh, thoughtful woman. Um, that's Donna. And for me to use this process as a way to gain entry into her life has been priceless. And I can list, you know, four or five other people that have just said, Jeff, let me help you, you know? And, uh, and so it's been, yeah, it's been so fun. So fun. Oh, I'm so glad to hear that. And I think since we already mentioned Donna Cowan, we sh I should say that if people come to my website, which is, um, anthonymanabooks.com they'll see the podbean podcast and i interviewed donna you know and it was delightful yeah. uh we had a good, we had a good time and and um and I, I i don't have the titles of her books on my on my 
register right now, but um, you know, people should look her up in uh, on Amazon. Donna Cowan. It's a, she's a she writes really beautiful books and they're beautifully illustrated. Speaking of illustration, please salvage the illustrator's name because I little little bit destroyed it. So, what is her name again? I'm I'm not great at pronouncing things, but Catherine. Gutowski, uh, G-U-T-K-O-V-S-K-I. And uh, I found her uh, on Upwork, which is um, just a platform, uh, obviously, uh, on the internet where you can find people that are willing to be a consultant or take the lead on your project. In my case, I was looking for an illustrator. And so, and I knew exactly what I was looking for. And it took me a while to go through all of them and find it. But as soon as I saw her work, I was like, ah, she's the one for me. And uh, what an incredible lady, uh, so talented. And then she was so patient with me because uh, working with a first time author, there's so many things that uh, I didn't know that I didn't know. And so that is, it's one thing to not know, but another thing to not know that you didn't know, because then you're backtracking a whole bunch which makes you know the people that are working with you do twice, three times, four times the work. And I did that to Catherine uh, quite often, and she was the most gracious, uh, patient, kind lady, even though as I know she probably had 30 or 40 other projects going uh, all at the same time. Um, but yeah, I would highly recommend her, uh, and you can find her on Upwork. Uh, and yeah, so we already got it locked in for the next four books. Uh, really excited to have the opportunity to have her put her footprint um, on uh, the next books. So that's up, upwork.com? Yes. Yes. Yeah, I, well, that's nice to hear. Uh, you know, because I mean, we're always, we're always looking for help, you know. And sometimes it's editorial help, sometimes it's proofreading, sometimes it's somebody who wants to be honest with us about the, the arc of the story. Um, and I, I've been so fortunate along the way to have help like that too. So I understand what you're talking about because people can be very kind. Oh, um, for sure. For the, be sure. the best for me, and I'm glad to plug this too, is that I joined a writer's group uh, and they were all, well, the other five people or four people in the group are published authors. Um, and so they, they could help me very much, uh, you know, in, in um, learning the craft, but also learning the courage that it takes to stay with it, um, you know, and, uh, and, and, you know, balance your life in such a way that you, you, you find time to write, you know. When yeah. You're, and not feel guilty about it. Yeah, so true. I love you using that word courage, you know, because I think anytime you're putting yourself out there, you know, and any author uh, is doing just that, you know, and I think it does take courage, you know, and as my book gets released tomorrow, uh, I'm going to need some of that courage because I'm sure there'll be some people that ah, I don't know if I, you know, believe this guy or, or agree with what he's saying. And, and so for me to have the courage to stand on my two feet and just say, well, great, you know, everybody has their opinion. Uh, and I'm sorry that uh, this one didn't work out for you. Um, but my heart and, and thought my words were in the right place. Uh, and then for me to have the, the courage to continue to move forward uh, and to go, you know, on to the second book. 
Well, good. I, I mean, that's that's my, my next question. Well, I mean, and it does take a great deal of courage. And of course, there are going to be some reviewers who, you know, it's happened to me too. You know, I mean, they go, what is this all about? You know, well, it's all about my life. Please give me a break here. So in other words, uh, you know, to tell your audience, you have, uh, the book is titled, the complete title is, We Rise Together, the Pizza Day series, in that very um, inviting cover. You know, it's, it's very upbeat, very lively. Why don't you tell our audience about future, future stories if you want to reveal? I mean, sometimes authors say, no, I'm going to hold back a little bit there. But uh, can you tell us a little bit about some of Sure, you... sure. Yeah, definitely it's going to be stories that are written to inspire the reader uh, and for them to look in at their heart uh, and then based upon these four C's. And I really plan on breaking down each C that will be the main theme of the next book. And so I don't know which C I'm going to start with right now. I'm leaning towards the chemistry uh, piece. Uh, I feel like uh, uh, even with the pandemic, um, not to get political at all, but I just feel like we're, we're deep into it still because of a lack of trust in how things were, were communicated one way or another. And C4 leaders wholeheartedly believes that that's a huge piece towards us uh, really living uh, the life that we should be living. And so I want to focus on helping young people develop trust in themselves to bring and receive value from the connections in their life. And so the second book, I'm, I'm leaning towards starting with that one. Um, and then, yeah, all the other books, and there'll be some, again, inspirational pieces, uh, a story uh, with a guide and heroes, uh, and then uh, the students overcoming, but I want to keep it uh, on education. I'm sure one of my books, I'll use one of my teams that I've coached uh, over the years uh, and help tell their story of, of how we've overcome um, and then be open, you know, to um, having this lens of me looking for ways that I can inspire uh, the readers. You know, and so, um, yeah, I'm, I'm very excited, very committed um, to finishing out the, the series. Um, this was a lot of work, but work worth doing. And so, yeah, yeah, very excited for it. Yeah, well, you keep at it because it's, it's uh, every, everything you just said in a nutshell is called inspiration. Um, as I come to the end of our time together, my question is, what advice do you have for the person out there who longs to be a published writer of children's books? Man, well, I love, I'm going to, this is going to, I'm going to come full circle with this. And I end my, my podcast with this question every time. And it's, and it starts by a quote from John Alston. The only thing you take with you when you're gone is what you leave behind. And, and, and so I believe that each person has something inside them that they hold and believe to be true. And that provides hope for this world. And then it's on them to take the time and to find the time and to, to create the time to put that on paper. And so when they're gone, to come back to this quote of when they're gone, you know, and in my case, my kids, you know, are 23 and 25. God forbid, you know, something happens to me tomorrow. 
but they'll be able to have this book and say, ah, this is what dad stood for. Yeah, exactly. You know? And so I would say, don't hesitate. Just start writing. And it, it falls under the consistency piece of just start writing, uh, put it down uh, on paper, find somebody that you trust that you can say, hey, here's a, a thought that I have that I'm going with. Um, and then uh, just keep keep working at it. Um, and uh, and you'll feel really good. You know, I'm, uh, I'm so excited, uh, proud that I did take this step uh, to uh, become an author um, and, and to share my thoughts uh, with the world. Wonderful. Yeah, and I think that, and I will put it, I'll put in a plug again for the writer's group. You know, you can find one in the library. You can make one yourself, you know, and what I would suggest is that you keep it small. That's what I think when I was involved, there were four others in the group and it, it made it, uh, you know, we shared pages each time, you know, uh, so like maybe three or four pages of what we were working on. And it was, um, it was one of the best things. It was so uplifting. Even when they, you know, they would say to me, what is that, <laughs> you know, or, you know, why do you, why, why are you giving so much attention to the father? He's not even an important character in the book, you know, and so it was just so, uh, it was like taking a course, you know, at a really good place where there are other writers who are sent, who are um, encouraging and any criticism, they use the cliche, it's constructive criticism that really matters the most. Well, that's wonderful. Yeah. Well, this has been very inspiring. I really, I really appreciate this. Um, I say readers and writers, I'm back again in Jeff's, Jeff Christian's uh, press kit, which is capital W-R, capital T, press kit 22. You know, take a look at that. Um, you'll find a lot of information about Jeff, his uh, c4leaders.org project, his podcast titled Life's Essential Ingredients, his goals for writing his Pizza Day series and many reviews about his first book. You'll also find an interesting interview about Jeff and his pizza books. And also folks, you're gonna find a recording of this interview in the media section of uh, my website, which is anthonymanabooks.com, uh, Writers on Writing Podcast. Um, and also, this is also going to be on YouTube which is, I'm glad we're moving in that direction with, um, with, with Rick Light, who is the book marketer with whom I work and I have such respect for him. So he said, off we go, let's do this. So Jeff, thank you for spending precious time with me and our listeners and viewers. Uh, it's been a real pleasure to hear about your life as a writer and uh, your inspiration, especially your inspiration. It's, it's wonderful. You're on a, a plane that I like to reach up to. Um, and uh, good luck to you as you move into the, uh, into the series. And also know that I do review, you know, and if I have the time, if I'm not particularly working on my own writing, I, I, I can review, you know, as I did for Donna, Donna Sager, um, you know, so you can stay in touch with me and uh, writer, writers need writers, you know, Definitely. so, yeah, we'll, we'll stay in touch, I hope. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. No, I appreciate the opportunity, Anthony, and uh, really enjoyed uh, this episode and glad you're taking it to YouTube. It sounds like you have a great team. Uh, congratulates you on all the amazing work that you're doing, uh, continuing to challenge yourself and grow. 
throw out there, you know, coming out to Northern California, got some pizza ready for you. Uh, so come hungry. Uh, and then also one other last little plug is what's in the media kit, but uh, the site's out there now, but it's pizzadays.org. So the book has its own uh, website with uh, another cool video about kind of the Pizza Days movement uh, that we got going. And then I appreciate any support. And I'm going to encourage you, Anthony, if you can, to get on and leave a review of the book uh, some way, somehow, uh, to inspire some other readers to uh, to pick it up and, and read it and share it. So thank you again for the opportunity. Well, thank you, my friend. And uh, we'll, we'll definitely stay in touch. And again, good luck to you. Ah, thank you. You take care. All right. Bye-bye.